Make sure he put the telur on the top part lah. If you put lower, <laughs> it might be mistaken for something else. Juggle Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So, Datuk Lee Chong Wei and his wife celebrated their nine-year anniversary. Mm. And to uh, commemorate that, he wrote a very romantic, cheesy romantic open letter on, on Instagram to her. What did it sound um, like? Well, he said, okay, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's really long. But he talked about the proposal and then he said, I'm going to read it for you, yeah. Till today, I still pinch myself, unable to believe we are actually together with two beautiful sons. With a future, I can't wait to grow old with you, hand in hand. I promise your parents I will protect you when I took your hand. Well, I will keep that promise. I'd steal the sun from the sky for you <laughs> if you want me to. Happy nine year anniversary, Lao <laughs> Po. <laughs> I would steal the sun from the sky. Yeah, man. For you. Then the rest of us know sun. Ah. Hey, can you not be so selfish? <laughs> but he's such a romantic huh? it, Yeah it was quite romantic It was so sweet He got like over 150,000 <laughs> likes on Instagram And a lot of comments Who would have thought Like I wouldn't have pegged him for a romantic person Like okay Like would you look at me and think I'm romantic? No Okay no. correct Are you <laughs> I'm sorry Are you romantic? Uh, I don't I don't think so Okay Yeah so, I, I'd like to be romanced <laughs> Yeah that's very, that's very normal But, but you, I would I think I'm, I think I'm too selfish To be romantic to be Correct honest. Correct uh, you, <laughs> you are more pragmatic la, I would say uh? Yeah yes, yeah, so, so am I I'm extremely pragmatic And so when I You know Got married in my head, I was like, we're going to be celebrating quite a lot of anniversaries together. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not like Dato' Lee Chong Wei. I can't write cheesy love letters. I'm so ho- hopeless in that department. So I thought, <laughs> I can't even think up different presents to buy my wife for every anniversary. So many anniversaries, right? <laughs> so I thought, I know what I'll do. Uh, women like jewelry. So I would go to a jewelry shop, right? And then I would buy this chain yeah. with a lot of lobangs. A lot of these holes. And these holes can contain a, a nice pendant. Oh. Yeah, so I bought a chain and one pendant. And then uh, the next... Smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next anniversary, I bought a second pendant. No? Yeah. And so the plan was to just keep buying Every pendants. Every anniversary, you just buy a new pendant <laughs> for buying, yeah. These pendants like have meaning to them. You know, like one that represents the year that you've been been through. Pendants got meaning. I mean, no? Pendants are just like small, <laughs> shiny... Expensive I don't know <laughs> No some Some pendants have meaning Like uh, a ring To represent You know Maybe the okay. first year You've been married Or another one Like a lucky clover Well I don't know But I think My wife got the meaning Though she was like Does this mean You're going to be Getting me Silly pendants Every year <laughs> <laughs> She's smarter than you Yeah so she uh, She stopped the, the idea Straight away um, <laughs> So I'm not romantic However, I think I am funny. So, Datuk Lee Chong Wei, if you're listening, uh-huh. if for next anniversary, if you would like a funny love letter, maybe I can give you some help with some oh, wow. badminton puns. Wow, okay. <laughs> what? Let's hear it, Douglas. Okay, so like, uh, Dear wife, uh, remember when I courted you? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, and our wedding had a wonderful service. Oh no. <laughs> We definitely had a smashing time. <laughs> Our relationship will soar for long and not drop short. <laughs> because of you, I am no longer singles. <laughs> Fly 
FM. So we're talking about romantic gestures. Mm-hmm. Uh, where national treasure, Dato Lee Chong Wei, celebrated his anniversary, ninth year anniversary, with his wife recently, mm. and he wrote a very romantic open letter to her on Instagram, confessing his love and you know how he would steal the sun for her. Yeah, he would steal the sun for her. <laughs> I guess Aww. in this modern age of social media and stuff, this would be considered a grand gesture, right? Like you declaring such things on a social platform like Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. But do you remember like those proper massive set piece uh, romantic gestures that appear in movies? Oh yeah. We all we all wish that it happened in real life. Do you? <laughs> Which one in particular? I kind of do. Um, well, the one that stands out to me is like, you know, when she's in a taxi, about to leave the oh, state. Fed up with it, like she fed, fed up, up with She's it. like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I'm mm. heartbroken. I need to move cities. So mm. she's in the taxi on the way to the airport and he's like, no, don't go or I will come with you. And he's on the motorbike chasing her down the freeway, yep. stopping the car. <laughs> pulling her over in the middle of traffic and just kissing her. <laughs> yeah, and then the girl falls for it, right? The girl is like, "Oh yeah, all is forgiven." Yeah, let's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, let's. Oh, uh, thank you for coming after me. Yeah, let's go back into this relationship, which I definitely wanted to end. <laughs> <laughs> One of my friends. So we were young at that time, right? We watched these movies, and we we're yeah. like, "Oh, that's the way to get the girl, right?" Uh-huh. So he, I won't mention names, but he's a sex player. Right. Okay, let me clarify. Saxophone. <laughs> I think some people may have been, what did he say? <laughs> Sorry, uh, he's a saxophone player. But as college romances go, you know, uh, one of them moves overseas to continue studying. Right. So uh, the distance strains the relationship. Yeah. Eventually, I think they started talking less and less. And then the girlfriend was like, you know what, I'm moving on. Right. So my friend, the saxophone player goes, Romantic gesture time Right <laughs> Gets on a flight Yeah Flies to the UK uh-huh. Grabs the saxophone Goes outside the house Yeah And starts blowing uh, The only song he knew Because he, he wasn't a professional then Now he is like But back then he was just starting out He played the one song Can you guess what song? Oh no Was it Careless Whisper? Yeah <laughs> No <laughs> 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 yeah. The iconic oh. saxophone part, right? And you know, Callous Whisper, right? The lyrics are like, what? Uh, so I'm never gonna dance again, guilty feeling, I've got no rhythm. So this was in the early 2000s. Uh, UK was still a bit racist. <laughs> he was blowing Callous Whisper, and like people, this, like white guys who were sitting there, go like, Oi, be quiet. And then, <laughs> like, well, you're Chinese, of course you have no rhythm. <laughs> and like, oh, stuff, no. stuff like that. Yeah, he, he he blew and he blew and he blew and she just she never came out. I don't think she was there. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, it didn't work, that Monita. Is so it didn't sad. work, yeah. So he didn't get the girl back, but I heard he got a gig at the local pub. <laughs> Fly FM. So more than 22 million Malaysians are vaccinated. Excellent. I think we're going to be on track, man. Yeah, that's 95% of our adult population already. Excellent. So to everyone that have been vaxxed, thank you and well done. Yeah, my nieces are also looking forward to going back to school yeah. because their schools are very responsible. They told my uh, brother, yeah. their parents are basically, and all the other parents as well, that that particular school, all the teachers are vaccinated, all the assistants are vaccinated, the janitor is vaccinated, everything is good to go. So my nieces are super excited. That's great. Mm. But you know what we found out? <laughs> on the news yesterday <laughs> it's crazy stuff the education ministry 
After, after I just praise them <laughs> They make up the biggest group of civil servants Who are unvaccinated So these include teachers, administrators People in the education ministry Yeah How is it possible that so many of them remain unvaccinated? Wasn't the uh, cut-off date for all civil servants to be vaccinated 1st November? As far as I know, yeah. uh, now it's 12th, huh? Yeah. <laughs> How yes. can they remain unvaccinated? That's ridiculous. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I wish I could say that I do. Do I you do, have any friends working in the Ministry of Education <laughs> who are unvaccinated? No, I, I don't. If you, if I did, they would have gotten like a scolding. A, a very strongly worded SMS you better yeah. send to them. <laughs> yeah. Nobody sends SMS anyway. <laughs> so sorry, sorry. Send <laughs> a WhatsApp message, maybe. Yeah, a strongly worded, uh, you know, DM, whatever, the, whatever it is you guys call it. It's ironic as well, uh, Juanita, that the people that are supposed to be educating us and our children about vaccination yeah. are the ones who are not vaccinated. How can this be? It is irresponsible and it is ironic. This is like what, you know? What? <laughs> this is like uh, um, the finance ministry uh-huh. coming out and saying, hey, actually, uh, how to do accounts, huh? <laughs> like, hello, you're the finance ministry. <laughs> you better know how to do. Or like the transport ministry, you know, coming out and saying, actually, we don't know what MRT stands for. <laughs> like, Or Douglas Lim saying, uh, how to tell jokes. How to tell jokes. <laughs> Fly FM. So the Communications and Multimedia Ministry has rolled out Malaysia's first 5G network um, to Kuala Lumpur, Putrajaya and Cyberjaya first. This is... Amazing news It is I'm guessing I, don't, yeah, I have no idea It is amazing news Because uh, Well 5G is A lot better than 4G <laughs> Like 4G gave us Smartphones It gave us App Store YouTube Right okay. 5G Will give us Connected vehicles Which means like Cars, trucks, buses Can communicate with each other Don't ask me what for What are they going to say To each other though Like my driver sucks <laughs> Why are these Why are these vehicles Gossiping behind our backs It's like You know for the auto driving The self driving oh, cars And whatnot, self, right Like Teslas yeah. Self driving Or like semi autonomous Driving uh, Systems lah. Yeah For what? augmented reality As well 5G Also a way better video And gaming um, experience okay. Which is something A lot of people are sure going to be excited for it's also 100 times faster than 4g 100 times faster 100. than 4g are you one of those that complain about the speed of your internet you know what i hate that i am but i do get frustrated when my instagram is not loading or when videos are not loading fast enough very impatient no this generation yeah we are yeah, super sadly. impatient and when you think about actually the processes that need to happen for that bit of information to appear on your phone it's actually mm-hmm. a lot no you are asking for information that is being transferred somewhere else yeah. into space via a <laughs> Like shooting back down into an underground undersea cable <laughs> into your phone, and you're like faster lah. Why so long? <laughs> <laughs> I want it what 100 times faster. How many times faster? 100 times faster <laughs> than 4G. But based on my experience lah, when all this technology all starts right, yeah. and the speed of information becomes really really super fast, uh-huh. Malaysia is going to benefit one way only. <laughs> oh no. We are going to benefit. 
from getting misinformation super fast. <laughs> we will get all this fake news immediately. Like, oh, there's a riot happening here. There's no riot. Oh, there's a comet that's flying over the planet now. So please don't use your toaster. Have you have you heard that one? I don't. All the forwarded WhatsApp messages uh, from his auntie's uncles. My phone all began like, oh, meet single Russian women in your area. Oh, I no. live in Ampang. Where <laughs> got single Russian women there? I think there are single Russian women everywhere, Douglas. <laughs> Fly. So the Communications and Multimedia Ministries rolled out Malaysia's first 5G network to KL Putrajaya Cyberjaya. But we're asking you, has the internet made us better or worse? Azlin. Hello. Are you Azlin? Why so sad? I don't know lah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm guessing you are not really keen on this 5G. You're not really keen on the internet and stuff. I know. I think the internet is maybe helpful for other people but for me it's making things worse lah oh. and last time when you want to learn a recipe it was learning from other people you yeah. ask people here and there no that, that's and, true yeah. I remember because like last time you had to either go and do research go to the library or ask mm-hmm. someone who knew how to cook it right to show you how to to show you how to like a you must find a sifu or a mentor or a teacher right mm. yes very true and you know like through making talking to other people that's how I met my husband oh and like yeah he was the son of my of the teacher lah oh forgive <laughs> <laughs> forgive yeah. tuntut ilmu but then at the same time got side project ah. mm, right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes very very true very true I see yeah nowadays if my daughter wants to you know learn something for example uh, learn how to make curry laksa she, she just goes to the internet doesn't mm. even bother to ask other people how to do it or anything <laughs> I see yeah. how, how how are you going to get experience that way I don't know lah these young people right <laughs> I think what you mean is how is she going to find a future husband is it yes thanks Aslin bye seriously Douglas what is up with moms trying to marry off their daughters uh? are you projecting your own mother here <sighs> no like? no my mom is great my parents say like take your time but this is like very common with Asian culture it's very common especially with older women obviously but yeah. Aslin uh, in my opinion don't have to worry lah. even though your daughter may not meet you know, the future husband in a yeah. cooking class like you did yeah. <laughs> maybe she can just order the food and meet a very handsome food panda rider <laughs> Who will give her simple joys in life, oh, right? And some parts <laughs> the tagline of Sileo. Fly FM. So the United Kingdom will be <laughs> adding boy. Sinovac and Sinopharm to their approved list of COVID vaccines for inbound travel starting November 22nd. So if you've been fully vaxxed um, and you've received your certificate from one of the 135 approved countries, Malaysia included, you won't need to take a pre-departure test. You won't need to self-quarantine, which is amazing. Yeah, this is going to be excellent news for so many people who are worried that the uh, brand of vaccine would affect their travel plans <laughs> and so on and so forth. Yeah. You are uh, you are a Sinovac uh, vaxxer? I'm a Sinovac. <laughs> no, I'm not. I am an AstraZeneca vaxxer. Oh, hashtag the- Chicho my AZ. <laughs> I love that hashtag. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so we are like uh, vaxxer twins. Yeah. Because I'm also an AZ. When, when did you get your AstraZeneca? Well, I registered in May. I got it. Oh, the first batch? Yeah, yeah, Same. yeah. Same. So you, oh, you, you, I thought I was kiasu. You also super <laughs> kiasu, huh? Yeah, man. Because like, you don't know when the next vaccine is going to be available, right? Correct. Because and initially, initially, people in our group, yeah. 
I think we were going to be like the third or fourth group to be vaccinated. Correct. But because remember, the uh, older people were getting a bit worried with the AstraZeneca. So they yeah. discontinued it for the first group. Right. And they said, who won? We have a lot of AstraZeneca. Who won? Just register lah. <laughs> you and me faster than me, 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 me. We're me. like, never mind the blood clots. Never mind that. As long as I get the vaccine, yeah. and we'll figure out what happens next after. My parents, uh, because they are under the, I think, under, no, not first category. First category is the uh, frontliners, right? Doctors yes. and the medical professionals right. and all those who are helping in the vaccination process. Mm-hmm. I think they were second category, high risk. Right. They were supposed to get Pfizer, you know. Uh-huh. So when they went to the center, and then uh, we get auntie, uncle, we get Pfizer. My mama, like a champion, uh, no, uh, don't want Pfizer. Oh, what? <laughs> why? They're like, uh, why? No, no. Uh, uh, can I get Sinovac? One of the few people who I know willingly wanted Sinovac. Yeah, most mom, people just want Pfizer. Yeah, my mom said no, 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 Sinovac. Why? Because we're Chinese. And Sinovac oh. is uh, made in China, so maybe they've tested on more Chinese people. Like, that was a logic. <laughs> so both my parents are Sinovac uh, people. <laughs> one uncle though, uh, this one, Uncle uh, Billy, he yeah. was very action. Yeah. He was like, Sinovac, you're crazy. Uh, you know? Sinovac cannot travel to the UK. You know, They say, you read the paper, Sinovac cannot travel here, cannot travel there. I only want Pfizer. So until today, I think he's only been vaccinated once. One dose? Yeah, one dose with the Alamak. Pfizer because he was waiting. Ma. He don't want Sinovac. Ma. Hey, Uncle Billy, now Sinovac can travel lah can travel to UK so next time just cho-cho lah please Fly FM Kamarol Rizal aka Abang Terbang on TikTok is now Abang Terbang viral he just got close to a million views after making roti telur biawak excuse me okay I'm gonna try and guess what this is uh, roti telur biawak he can't be using iguana eggs right no no he's okay. not he's uh, not okay so it's not Iguana meat with eggs, right? No, it's not. Uh, roti telur, iguana testicles. No, oh my gosh, no. You give up, you give okay. up. Okay. He's in Negeri Sembilan and he specializes in making roti in a biawak shape. Oh, so it's normal roti, yes, Chanai. Yes, design. Designed to look like a biawak. Correct. And so then the telur is... Oh, the eyes. The eyes, <laughs> yes. So there's like two telur on the side of the biawak. Yeah. And it makes the eyes. Make, sure, not- make sure you put the telur on the top part. Like. If you put lower, <laughs> it might be mistaken for something else. <laughs> he also specializes in other types of rotis, which is uh, kind of cool. Okay. I've seen this type of like thinking mm-hmm. where you take normal food yep. and then you mess up about with it a little bit to give it that edge so that it becomes a popular talking point so yeah. eventually you can charge more you know how much mm-hmm. I was charged for a deconstructed tiramisu <laughs> what? okay what is a deconstructed tiramisu and how how much were you charged I was charged a lot more than a normal tiramisu that's for sure that's the first part <laughs> a deconstructed tiramisu is basically a tiramisu but in parts lah. so a tiramisu huh? contains the was that the wafer finger uh-huh. plus the uh, Irish cream right. and then coffee and the cream cheese? So a deconstructed mm. tiramisu yeah. has all these things, but <laughs> separately, lah. That is so weird. Yeah, yeah. It's basically a not finished tiramisu. <laughs> this is this is like a where is your chef tiramisu? Right. But there was also deconstructed coffee that what? I've had. <laughs> what is that? Hot water and coffee powder. That is just a lazy <laughs> That is a lazy kopitiam <laughs> I come And you paid for that Is it? Yeah. They should have paid yeah. you They should yeah. have paid you For like For making your own drink This is ridiculous uh, But The thing but, about deconstructed Is it's always like uh, More expensive Yeah lah So Because it's a gimmick 
Yeah. Because it's a gimmick and they make the normal food look a bit weird, look like it's very attractive, mm-hmm. so you pay more. The problem with this is it's going to inspire a lot of lazy people after this. Because okay. if they sell just roti canai, oh, people only pay less than one ringgit. But uh-huh. this fellow sell the roti telur biawak, maybe can charge a bit, uh, bit higher. Some <laughs> okay. joker is going to discover this and go like, you know what, I'm going to make roti UFO. What is a roti UFO? It looks exactly like a roti canai. It's just round. <laughs> it's on a plate because I called it roti UFO. Uh, you pay more, lor. You pay. You pay prices that are out of this world. Fly FM. Okay, so we are. Whoa. Why are the kompang so loud? Hello, everybody. BM. Salam, peaceful. Yeah, wanita. Okay, can you tell the kompang to stop, BM, please? Nee, kuda, kuda, slow skin. Ah, okay. Gila, dah <laughs> sampai studio palu lagi buat apa? Okay, okay, just just stop. Okay, thank you. Okay, uh, Karim, can you please escort them outside? Ah, uh, yeah, bawa pergi kantin. Ah, uh, yeah, belanja makan sikit. Okay. okay. So, uh, wanita. Yes, hi. I heard this very uh, worrying uh, news lah. Ni yang benda ada roti telur biawak. Oh yeah, so this uh, this guy right, Kamarul Rizal in mm-hmm. Negeri Sembilan, he is abang terbang on TikTok now because he made uh, roti telur biawa. He made the roti telur in the shape of a biawa. You see, uh, this is what I call a misguided attempt lah at uh, promoting Malaysia. Oh. Because yes, we have biawa, but uh-huh. it is not the most popular thing in Malaysia that we want to promote lah to the other parts of the world. Uh, are you the most popular thing that we need to promote in Malaysia? Peter? No, I heard uh, <laughs> there is one comedian who's very popular. Dah Douglas Lim ka penda lah nama dia. So, uh, but anyway, if we want to promote Malaysia to the rest of the world, maybe we can do a roti that represent uh, more uh, elements of Malaysia. You understand? understand? So, for example, instead of ni roti biawa and whatnot, maybe we can have uh, a roti uh-huh. that every time kena tukar nama. Oh. The, the roti keep changing name. Oh, like uh, it's called roti ma. Uh, why? Because Tima cannot have to change name. Oh. <laughs> you don't keep up with the news, huh, Wanita? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry you had to explain that to me. Yes, yes. no problem. Uh, once in a while, macam tu lah. I get people blur-blur sikit. Yeah. <laughs> so I have another roti yes. uh, that can represent uh, Malaysia juga. And this roti will cost 2 ringgit 80 cent cheaper than any other roti you have. Oh. Uh, roti Valfire. <laughs> One more roti that is going to be very popular in Kuala Lumpur lah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is uh, just a normal roti yeah. but suddenly uh, the the restaurant owner will come and pour all the dal on your plate oh ah uh, roti banjir kilat <laughs> <laughs> and the final one uh, this one is called uh, roti rasuah yeah uh, when the thing will come but you will only get an empty plate why why an empty plate where's the roti then this is roti rasuah obviously the roti is under the table <laughs> <laughs> Karim, what are you doing here? Apa? Budak tu nak makan lebih. Hmm, this compound people all. <laughs> they need to really eat uh, the nutrient because they must make their right hand very strong to palu the compound. Oh, okay. okay, excuse me. Yeah, excuse okay. me. Okay, thank you, PM. Fly FM. So Ant-Man, also known as Paul Rudd, has been voted the sexiest man alive. What's funny, right, is that he expects people to hear this and go, what? Even his wife was surprised. Um, and the announcement was like a full two-part skit he did on the late show with Stephen Colbert. Colbert. And the announcement was a two-part skit he did on late show with Stephen Colbert. In case you missed it, here's a little bit of it. 
I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's okay. I get it. it makes sense. Um, I appreciate you just giving me a shot, honestly. And uh, thank you. Thank you for your time. I look forward to seeing who you pick because I know it's just going to be great. So, thanks, Paul. Thank you. Why are you slow clapping? Why are you all slow clapping? Why are you speeding up? Don't you see, Paul? There's nothing sexier than humility. That was the last test. And you passed, Paul. You passed. Wait, do you mean that... You're sexy. I'm, I'm sexy? Paul, you're the sexiest man alive. I'm the sexiest man alive! I'm the sexiest man alive! You're the sexiest man alive! I'm the sexiest man alive! <laughs> there what we go. absolute nonsense is this? How is <laughs> it possible that Paul Rudd wins sexiest man alive? He starred in the film mm-hmm. that also had other proper sexy hunks like the, the Chris Evans right. the Chris Helmsworth the this uh, what's this fellow's name the Benedict Cumberbatch mm-hmm. and also the, the Batista Batista yeah right the wrestler yeah how can he win like what happened was the voting rigged like they voted then there was a blackout like <laughs> and then next thing you know he's sexiest man alive but what exactly happened here I think it's the rise of the unsuspecting sexy man you know it's like no more to do with just the muscle hunks and like the chiseled jawline even though Paul Rudd does have a chiseled jawline. Also, the internet loves Paul Rudd. And he won because he was? Humble. See, there's a problem. Humble is humble, ma. We already have a word for humble. It's not sexy. <laughs> no. Humble is not sexy, Juanita. If not, then the song will be, I'm humble and I know it. It's not, right? It's, I'm sexy. <laughs> right, I think being sexy maybe is subjective. It's right. very, very subjective. And yeah. actually, I like this type of uh, awards because yeah. it's not taken seriously. La. Everyone knows it's a joke. Everyone knows it's for fun. Like, the world's sexiest man isn't going to go around strutting uh, down Hollywood going, hey, you know what? I'm the sexiest man in life. They know it's a joke. <laughs> it's all, you know, for fun. It's subjective. It's not taken right. seriously. So, it's kind of like you being called the king of Malaysian comedy, right? It's subjective. It's no just for fun. Either. That was like a people. proper poll. I am the truth. You want to fight, is it? No. <laughs> Fly FM. So Emily Ratajkowski, who's an actress, model, mother, and now author, mm. just recently claimed in an interview that she was paid over one hundred thousand ringgit an hour to attend the Super Bowl with Joe Lo. <laughs> to attend the Super Bowl <laughs> yeah. with Joe Lo as yeah. his as his date, as I his guess. companion, as his cheerleader, as what? I don't God knows why he wanted her there, but I guess just you know to look cooler. Like he's there with like someone who's like really beautiful. Like, like he was like he was gonna show up with a model. Yeah. And people are gonna think that that's his girlfriend or something. I don't know. But she's saying this as part of her book promotion. Yes, she is saying this as part of her book promotion. So, so, her, how, so how authentic is this message then? I mean, she's talking, she's speaking up about exploitation. But yeah. It's part of marketing. Yeah, yeah, it is because I mean her book is about how she exploited herself oh. and she admits to using her sexuality to gain fame. Okay, so she's not going on a, on the full "I'm a victim, I'm a, vi- I'm no. a victim" vibe. She's going no, no. like, "I know what I did. I'm responsible for what I did." Absolutely. And stuff like that. Like, okay. Yeah. Then she also uses this to shed light on how the entertainment industry, and this is like very true mm-hmm. across many countries. Yeah, how the entertainment industry manipulates women and offers them money to go to parties with men, like Jolo, who have a lot of money, you know, to just like do this. 
I um, I like how you use the word shed light on yeah. this issue. You, yeah. Do you think this issue has not enough light? I think so. I think it needs more attention. I think the world is better for it if it gains more attention because young women still want to do this, still want to be models, still want to be actresses. I think and you need to know what the dangers are um, and how to conduct yourself. I understand that. But when I got into the entertainment industry at a very, very young age, yeah. my mom, who knew nothing about entertainment industry, yeah. immediately said, you watch out. People are going to be predators. Yeah. People are going to ask you to do things. Just right. be careful right. and know what you're doing. That's because Asians, Asian moms <laughs> will warn us. Okay, Thank God for our Asian moms who yeah. tell us, like, hey, you don't trust people. So while this is a very serious topic, obviously, yeah. uh, I couldn't help but uh, smile a bit uh, because, <laughs> because Jolo actually paid her to be his date uh, to this thing called the Super Bowl. Right. And I'm wondering, from what I know of Jolo, like, from yeah. what we've seen of him, right? did he realise that the Super Bowl is actually a football event or did he think it was... Or just this noodle restaurant <laughs> like, <laughs> like like oh i want to eat some noodle in the super bowl you want to come eat with me <laughs> fly fm so it is time for one of my favorite segments i look forward to this every friday <laughs> So when we say champion, don't misunderstand. Uh, these are not real champions, you know, like uh, Brighton and Hove Albion. Wow, wow, wow. Sempat dah selit Brighton and Hove. These are actually people who have done some pretty uh, dodgy stuff. Questionable things. Yeah, very questionable things. And so, in typical Malaysian fashion, we call them champion. You know, like, oh, you see champion come, champion come. Hey, champion coming, champion, champion. Hey, oh, champion. Wow, good lah, champion. Wow, champion lah, you champion, champion. Like this lah, okay. okay. I love it, I love it. Right, okay. So, we have got a list, ah. Number three. The Siakap fish in Langkawi being sold for more than 1,000 ringgit. Yeah, that is really expensive for a fish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand that sometimes prices can go higher up in holiday resorts, but yeah. really 1,000 over ringgit. It was 1,008, I think. 1,008. 1,008 ringgit for a Siakap fish that's not online. For 1,800, it is not an ikan Siakap. Yeah. It is a... He cannot believe it. <laughs> Champion, 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 Pachi, champion. Number two. The case of the original blue and counterfeit blue. A politician was encouraging the people of Melaka mm. to vote for original blue and not counterfeit blue. And the big problem is uh, that it is not original blue and counterfeit blue. It is dark blue and light blue. They are yeah. two completely different colours. I mean... Mm-hmm. In the same spectrum, I understand. Yes. But surely you call a duck a duck. You don't call it a counterfeit chicken. Yes. <laughs> also, it didn't matter because when you vote, the paper is in black and white. Itulah. Champion, no, champion, 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 champion. Number one. <laughs> of course, the entire government Perdana fleet has been swapped out with a new vehicle giving the government a whopping 1,080 ringgit savings per year. Per year. Wow, thank you so much. Uh. You save 1,080 ringgit. Uh. With that money, uh, I can't even buy a siakap fish in Langkawi. <laughs> champion, 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 champion. Now remember, uh, we didn't put you on this list. You put yourself on this list. Mic drop. This is the Douglas Lim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. On Fly FM.